Hey, welcome to the VSM TV Sermon Podcasts. Thank you for joining us today. We hope as you hear the message, it inspires you and gives you faith to see how God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. There's so much proof in the Bible, and even in my life, I can give you so many testimonies about how God is so real, and he's proved himself to me that he is real and loves me. If he does that, that's a blessing. We don't deserve that. You don't just deserve proof that God loves you or is existent. You have to have faith, because just as it says in the scriptures that we just read, we cannot please God without faith. That is why we need to have faith in those things. But I want you guys to know this. It is okay to not understand God all the time in what he is saying. Think about that. I'm 23. I've gone to four years of Bible college. I have a bachelor's degree in Bible theology. And I still don't understand God all the time. I'm learning still. It's a constant learning thing. As you get older, you start to pick up things and how God is speaking to you. And you get a, a little bit more mature and how to discern things, and more wisdom, but it's not like you'll just snap and always understand it. It's okay to not always understand. Um, Bill Johnson, in that book, he talks about Mary. Um, If you guys know, Mary is the mother of Jesus. She gave birth to Jesus, the Son of God, the, the God who would die on the cross for all of our sins. She gave birth to him, but she was given a promise by an angel that said, hey, you're gonna bear the son of God, and he, and yada, yada. And so an angel promised her this, right? We're talking about promises and faith. An angel promised her this, and it says in the scriptures that she didn't understand. And she kind of was like, I don't know about this. Like, I don't understand how this is going to work. I don't know how, I don't understand how this is going to happen. But there's a big difference in how she reacted afterwards. After she didn't understand, she believed in God and just had faith said, I don't know how you're going to do this, God, but you're going to make it happen. I have faith. But there's another guy in the Bible named Zechariah, and he responded to a promise, a different promise, that an angel gave him differently, and how he responded to it was he didn't understand it, and then here's the part that he messed up on. He said, all right then, if God, if this is you, then prove it. Prove it. Give me proof. I mean, first of all, if an angel comes and talks to you and you still need proof, then y- y'all, you, need, you need help. Because <laughs> if an angel straight up comes up and talks to you, I mean, that should be enough as it is. But this dude's like, no, I need proof. And you know what God did? He silenced him. He couldn't talk until that promise came, until he was finally obedient and said, all right, God, I'll trust in you. Young person, it is okay to not understand. God all the time and what he is saying, but do not let that lead you into unbelief by requiring proof. The third principle is faith in God, faith in God is greater than wisdom and understanding by man. Faith in God is greater than wisdom and understanding by man. Not just meaning like men as in manly guys, but like mankind. Humankind. Faith in God is greater than wisdom and understanding by man. Open up in your Bibles to Proverbs chapter 3. We're going Old Testament here. Proverbs chapter 3. 
right behind Psalms, one of the biggest books in the Bible. Proverbs chapter 3. We're going to be in verse 5. Proverbs 3, 5. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. Chapter 3, verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him, and he will make your path straight. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. This is a big uh, stumbling block for a lot of people. Uh, did you guys know this? Did you guys know this? Never in the history of mankind, of humanity, have we ever been this smart. Think about it. Never in history. Because now knowledge is in the hands of every single person in this world that has a smartphone. You know, like... Every one of you has a Bible in your hands right now. Um, I'm, I'm sure most of you guys right now have a cell phone. Did you know back, back in the good old days of, like, back in uh, uh, Martin Luther, not Martin Luther King, but Martin Luther, uh, the way they did things was a priest would come up and read the Bible to the people because none of them knew how to read. So the priest could, have, could be up here lying and saying all this gibberish and actually not even reading the Bible, and everyone would believe it because they're not smart enough to understand, they're not smart enough to read by themselves, and the Bible wasn't translated, translated in their language. Think about that. Now here we are in 2000, everyone's got a Bible, if they want one, and everyone's got a smartphone. How many times in a day do you randomly look something up on your phone? I mean, oh my gosh, I look things up all the time. I'll be having a conversation with someone, and then randomly... I'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, um, that NBA team really traded for, oh, wait, I don't know if I, if I read that right. Let me look real quick. And it's like, you can look up anything. If you don't know a word, you can look it up. The, the smartphones, like the smartphone generation is crazy because we, are, we have knowledge in the palm of our hands. But because of that, we have such a problem in our society, in our generation, and uh, your generation, my generation, all the others that have this problem, we struggle because... Because we have all this knowledge, we have to lean, we tend to lean on our own understanding. We tend to lean on what we know because we can know and learn anything we wanted. The wisdom and understanding of mankind can never overcome faith in God. We will not always understand what, why, when, or even how God is moving and speaking to us, but that's all right. Because that's, uh, just as it says, lean not into your own understanding, but just trust in God. It's simple, guys. Trust in God. Have faith in him. I don't know all the answers to things. You don't know all the answers to things. I'm making decisions every day as a young adult, and I don't know how to go about it. I'm, I'm, think, like, I'm in a career, uh, I'm in a position right now where I'm thinking, where am I going to be at five to ten years from now? And I don't know where I'm going to be but I have to just trust and have faith in God that he's going to put me in the right places because I don't know how to do it. He will make our path straight and help us along our journey of life if we have faith in him. So with those principles said, we have a decision to make, guys. 
with those three principles, I want you guys to start um, leaning in here on the edge of your seats because this is when it's starting to get real. We have a decision to make now. The ball is in your court. It's up to you on what to do with it. We get to decide to have faith in God and trust in him. Did you know that? Did you know that it's not up to me if you guys have faith in God? It's not up to your parents if you have faith in God. It's not up to the society that we live in or your friends or your teachers if you have faith in God. It's not up to anyone but you. We can get caught up with understanding everything and require proof of things, which then becomes unbelief. Young person, if you're in a position right now where you're saying, God, I need you to prove yourself to me. I need... There, there's, a, there's kind of a gray area balance in between challenging God because I don't recommend challenging God. But if you're doing that, I want to encourage you, stop saying prove yourself, God, and start praying, God, I need you. There's such a change and a shift in that prayer that when you start requiring God to do something and then asking God to do something is when he'll actually start to move. It's not about manipulating him. He'll do things whether he wants to or not. You don't own God. You don't. No matter how you pray or how you ask God to do things, if he doesn't want to do it, he's not. But let me ask you guys something. Who are you letting decide your faith? Who are you letting control your faith? Are you letting your friends decide what you believe in? Are you letting your family or your parents decide on who or what you believe in? Are you letting society and social media decide what you believe in? Or are you letting what's cool, what's the cool thing right now, decide what you believe in? Or are you deciding what you believe in for yourself, by yourself, as an individual? Are you making that decision? Or are you being influenced by what everyone else around you is saying? Young person, do not let other people decide your faith for you. You got to do that on your own. I encourage you, surround yourself with people that love God, that want the best for you, and want to see you grow in a relationship with him. Because when you surround yourself, and, and I know, I, I, feel, I, I feel like I'm a nagging parent to some of you guys. Uh, don't hang out with the, the bad people, yada, yada, whatever. But it is true. Who you hang out with does affect who you are. Because we all, it's, it's, it's human nature, even myself. Who you hang around with affects and dictates who you are, how you act. We're all, we all act differently around different groups of people. You know, you go to church and you're like, yes, Lord. And then you go back to your friends that are like totally against God and you're like cussing and you're a total different person. Don't let society, don't let your friends, don't let your teachers, don't let your parents or what's cool, decide what you believe in. Young person, make that decision for yourself. You have that power. You have that decision to make. The people around you who tell you don't believe in that, or that's stupid, I don't know why you believe in that, are not right. The sermon title I chose tonight is called The Customer Is Not Right. Young people, we have something. Just as a coffee shop manager has something, coffee. We have something, which is our faith, our walk with God. And the customers, a.k.a. the people around us, do not dictate what we do with our faith. Just as I said at the beginning, 
I said, what? Customers are not always right, but they always have an opinion. The people around you are not always right, but they always have an opinion. Do not change who you are or what you believe in just because your friends, your parents, your family, society do not understand your faith in God. Don't change who you are. I don't know why I, 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 uh, I felt like I, I should talk about this tonight. I really don't. Um, I don't know who I'm speaking to tonight, but uh, I want you guys to, to understand something. This walk that we have with God, I don't care how unpopular it is. And I know, I know if you guys are in school and it's anything like I was when I was in school, it's not cool to be a Christian. You know, when I graduated, I'm pretty sure I was the, I would, okay, when I graduated, there was 179 people that graduated. And out of that 179, most of them I grew up with, there was a lot of people that said they were Christian. But I think, and maybe I'm wrong, I was one of the only people that actually lived like I was a Christian. The, people that, the same people that call themselves Christians would go to the parties and get drunk every weekend and sleep with people. The same people that call themselves Christians would go and leave Sunday church or youth group on Wednesdays and go hang out and smoke weed with the same people or go smoke cigarettes or go do this and that. They'd always get in trouble. It's the same people. But you have a decision to either let this be a hobby that you do or make it a lifestyle. You have that decision. Um, so I just want to pray real quick. Uh, I think that, I think that if, if anything, I just want to rebuke anything that, uh, that is attacking some people in this room, some people that are uh, struggling with this. But uh, just bow your heads, close your eyes. Is there anyone in this room um, that is maybe struggling with this, with this whole walk of being a Christian? Maybe you don't like to tell people you're a Christian. Um, you can toss up your hand. Go for it. I just want to know who I'm praying for. Okay. Um, you can drop them. I want to pray for you guys because this walk isn't easy. This walk is not, a, um, it's not an easy one. And I'll tell you what, you actually cannot do it by yourself. You cannot. That's why you need people that that believe in God, that follow after God, that love Jesus and care about you. That's why you need to surround yourself with those people because those are the people that want to pick you up and walk alongside with you and help you. And more than anything, you can't do any of this without God. And so I want to pray for you. Uh, those, those few that lifted their hands, Lord God, you know who they are. Father God, I pray that you would give them strength right now, Father. Be bold enough to be bold enough to to stand in the face of the people that say that they're dumb, to say that what they believe in is stupid, that it doesn't make sense, that they, they've never seen proof of you, you, God. I pray that you would give them a courage, uh, the courage to stand in those faces and say, oh, I don't care if you agree with me or not. This is the decision that I'm making, and I'm going to live it. It's not a decision that I'm making every Wednesday night, but this is a decision that I'm making every single day. I'm going to live this life and walk with you, God. Father God, I pray that you would strengthen those people that lifted their hands, Father, that says, I need more of you, God. And Father, the people who don't actually, that have never heard your voice, that have never felt your presence, Holy Spirit, right now, I ask that you would uh, just encounter them right now. 
God, when they go home before they sleep, whatever it is, while they're eating cereal in the morning, I don't care, God. Meet with them and make your presence so obvious, God. So obvious. That's my prayer for myself all the time, God. Make your presence so obvious that I couldn't even miss it. Lord God, I thank you for this group. The fact that we have people in Scappoose, Oregon, Columbia County at Scappoose High School that are seeking more of you, that are coming to youth group, wanting to know more about who you are, God. I pray that you would encourage these young people to come and surround themselves with more like-minded people, more young adults and even adults who can help them, mentor them, give them advice, Father. Give them right advice. And more than anything, when they fall, there's people that can pick them up, God. There's people that will help them and care for them. God, I thank you for tonight. Would you continue to speak to us throughout the days and just, uh, just speak to us and open our eyes about what you're wanting to do through us so that we may make the right decisions in walking with you. In Jesus' mighty name, everyone said, amen. Well, we hope you enjoyed today's podcast. And we have a couple things that we would love for you to do. First, we would love to have you subscribe to our channel so that you can be updated whenever the latest message comes out. And secondly, if you want to stay up to date with all that's going on in Viral Student Ministries, you can always follow us on Instagram at viral underscore student underscore ministries. And with all that being said, we hope you'll join us next week on the vsm.tv podcast.